What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Phaedra, and you are listening to Phaedra's Place, the podcast. As believers, we love to rush Jesus to the cross. Yes, it was his sole purpose, and we are grateful that he gave his life for us. But how often do we take time to reflect on his birth? Maybe just once a year, but usually it's overshadowed by the stress of buying and receiving the perfect materialistic gift. In today's verse, we'll look at how Luke described the entrance of our king. Luke chapter 2 verses 4 through 7 reads, Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Luke is one of the four Gospels in the Bible. Each Gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, tells the story of Jesus' life, but focuses on the different aspects of Christ. Matthew presents him as a king, Mark shows him as a servant, John captures him as God, and Luke portrays our Savior as human. Throughout the Gospel of Luke, we see Jesus caring for the poor, the oppressed, and the marginalized. He zeroes in on women who were often seen as second-class citizens. Take the story found in chapter 13, for example, where he heals the woman on the Sabbath. Condemned for doing so by a religious leader, Jesus points out the inconsistency and the issue with priority by highlighting the care the leader provides for his own cattle on the Sabbath. Jesus says, you hypocrites, doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox or donkey from the stall and lead it to give it water? Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for 18 long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? Jesus' point is how can an animal be treated with more concern on the sacred day than a person? Luke also writes that the first announcement of Jesus' birth was made to shepherds who were the lowest in society. The scripture tells us that they were living out in the fields, watching their sheep at night when an angel told them to go see the Messiah who had been born. Luke even presents Samaritans who were looked with disfavor by Jews in a positive manner. Chapter 17 tells the story of 10 lepers who cried out to Jesus to cleanse them, but only one returned to say thanks. That one was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. 
So as we see, Luke shows us that Jesus's ministry was for all, especially for those who were rejected and diminished in value by society. That's why I love today's scripture. For me, it puts everything in perspective. History's most notable birth happened under the most obscure, nondescript, humble circumstances imaginable. Jesus was born in the place where the animals of those staying in a public shelter were kept. Yet his mother wrapped him in swaddling cloths as a sign of protection. Just how shepherds wrapped lambs in swaddling cloth to protect them. Notice this was the very sign the angels told the shepherds to look for. They said, you will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Indeed, this leads us to the revelation of who this baby was. This baby was the Messiah, the Lamb of God, who would take away the sins of the world. Contrary to popular belief, the announcement of a king was revealed first to a lowly, despised group. No one in the sleepy little village of Bethlehem realized the significance of what was about to happen. They were too occupied to let him in and too worried about their own comfortability to worry about the comfortability of our Savior. Luke reminds us that Jesus was a radical. He was revolutionary. His birth changed the world forever. He broke systems, tore down walls of division, disrupted the normalcy of society, comforted the disturbed and disturbed the comfortable. His birth commemorates the love God has for us. He loves us so much that he gave us his son, a son who came to reconcile us back to the father. Friends, it really is good news. This is the gospel. Sins are forgiven. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. He gives peace that surpasses all understanding. Joy that's unspeakable and life more abundantly. What an indescribable gift. Thank you, God, for showing us that we have been included in your family. So friends, is there room for him in your heart? How are you letting him in? Not only during this season, but every day. Thank you so much for stopping by Faith's Place. I love you all for listening.